What's up, everybody? This is Nikkei Roach, and welcome to Massage Marketing Secrets. So today I went to my first mentor, besides my parents, um, her 96th birthday. And I say my first mentor because when I was just kind of young, really, really young, um, she was the first one to show me that no matter what background you come from, you can do it. Miss Willa has been a dear friend of my family and she's helped me really realize that it doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter your education level. It doesn't matter, you know, where you come from. It, it doesn't really matter if your parents are rich or poor or you're atheist or very religious. It doesn't really matter. And I, I say this because she taught me through just she, when I first met her, she was running a rooming house for seniors and she's now very old now older not old but much older now and she used to take care you know those who were older than she was at the time and at the same time she was running moonshine <laughs> so even though from the front end she was running a very respectable senior care facilities on the back end she was running moonshine it's still illegal to have moonshine in North Carolina, but she continued to do it. And so today we went to her 96th birthday party. Now, while there, I realized, you know, there was various characters. There were people who were professionals there. There were people who were real family members. There were folks I didn't know. And, you know, like any party, you always go to somebody and you know some people and some people you don't. One of the individuals, her son, in fact, was there and he came in an outfit. Now, when I was young, I'd probably just bawl out laughing because he came in with this this suit of sorts. He had on a pair of shoes, which were like blue. He had a pair of pants that were kind of blue and a shirt that was blue. Now, he also had something unique in that he took a piece of cloth and he highlighted. It looked like he glued on a piece of cloth onto his shoes, a piece, a more piece of the cloth onto his pants, very decorative, and then a piece onto his shirt. Now, it looked like a really nice ensemble. He was, he was very neat. He looked very artistic. And again, if I was younger, I'd have probably fell laughing. But as I've started to realize that artists and various people who have talents have talents for a reason. And then so I started to look at who he was and who he is. And I said, someone as eccentric as him would probably, if he was in the bigger metropolitan community like New York or Paris or Milan or Miami or anywhere where there's a congregation of people who love art, he would be the talk of the town. But unfortunately, he's in a town like ours which there is no clothing designers that has ever come out of this town. And it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. The town is known for textile. It's trying to transition, but it's mostly textile. And clothing manufacturing and clothing designers are not the thing that comes around. It's a blue jean kind of town, okay? And so I was like, I went, kind of walked down to his place because luckily it was close enough to his mom's house. And I noticed all kinds of different artistry in the yard. And, you know, artists are sort of eccentric. Some of them, you know, are borderline crazy and some of them are geniuses. In his case, I believe he's a genius. I think the problem is that he is in the wrong community and the wrong market for people to appreciate what he's doing. 
And it goes to what it is that we do. Sometimes we are the best at what we can do. We are, however, stuck in the wrong market. We're in the wrong community. We're in the wrong place. The place where people take what it is that you do as a practitioner and take it for granted and say you just rub people down. Oh, that's all just a spa stuff. That's not necessarily medical care. They take it for granted because it's the wrong community. Now, if you were to take that same service and move it to a community that really appreciates massage, acupuncture, nutrition counseling, and a various multitude of different health and wellness services, you would become the star of the town. The challenge sometimes is we're trying to turn the town into fans. Don't try to turn the town into fans. Leave the town and go somewhere else. Now, you don't always have to necessarily leave your own town to to run a successful business, but go into the communities in your town or in your area where people will pay you handsomely and will appreciate your artistry, your craftsman, and your medical know-how. And just like him, I have we've had conversation. I said, you have got to leave this town. You've got to find your craft and find a community. And all you really need is a few clients who will pay you what you ask for. Now, here's a funny little scenario, which I also realized by talking to him, is that who determines, and my wife asked me this, and, and, and it kind of brought up this conversation as we were talking, who determines the price of your services? Would you believe, first of all, it's you? You determine how much how much you're worth. Can you be worth $1,000 per hour? To provide massage therapy to high-end people and do other stuff. Of course, besides massage, can you charge people $1,000 an hour? Yes, you could. But the flip back is the customer has to decide to agree to pay you $1,000 per hour. You get it? You have to put enough value in that so that the customer will agree with you. And then that is your price. So you may have gone from making $65 or maybe $45 or even $100 per massage to over $1,000. And all you need to do is find a couple of people who are willing to pay you that to see the artistry and to appreciate it. A different market you're getting in now, a different community, and then you thrive. You don't thrive in the toilet. Flowers don't don't thrive in the toilet. They thrive maybe on top of the poop, but the poop is in the sunshine. You get it? So you have to move outside of the toilet. So if you're not getting respect and you're not getting appreciation, you probably need to move out of that community of people into people who will see you as the greatest person to provide that service. Don't get locked in like my my mentor's son in a community who will never, ever appreciate what he has to offer. His best bet, as we've said, is you have to move away from the people in the neighborhood because the neighborhood is full of just, you know, kind of working class people. And they're not really artists, art aficionados. These are not people who have like thousands of dollars, even millions of dollars to even buy his art. 
There are many starving artists running around the world because they keep trying to sell their art to the wrong people. If you're going to provide your art, your craft as a practitioner, and when you're marketing out there, find the people and they're not hard to find. They're easier to find than you think. And here's the other little little thing I noticed and gleaned from that is people who are art aficionados or people who are massage aficionados or people who are car aficionados, maybe it's an anti-car, it's a sports car. It doesn't really matter. People tend to hang around the same kind of people. So people who really will pay you $1,000 know people who will pay you $1,000. People who pay you $65 or even $45, and in some cases, some people who do it, I don't know why, will pay you $35 an hour. That's all they really know. Find the person who will pay you more. Provide great artistry. Help them in many ways create an amazing value. And you'll be in the right neighborhood. And you won't die poor. And your hands will survive as your bank account multiplies. If you need more information or good ideas, get in contact with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Or pop on over to NikkeiRoach.com. I'll see you next time. Bye for now.